I'm well, ready. Welcome to Faith Trainers, day 11. I'm Catherine Trainer. This is Tim Trainer. We're reading through the Bible in a year. And today we are going to be doing uh, Genesis 21 and 22 and Matthew 11. Now, Tim, um, last two <laughs> broadcasts we've had to have inconvenient caution because we've talked about some stuff that's it's yeah. not like really nasty but pretty na- pretty well, there bad. Is one pretty nasty pretty bad but you know that's that's humans and god's word is about revealing as much as who we are yeah in our you know our our fallen state and our you know our nature as much as revealing more importantly who god is and who he is to us yeah he's he's aware that we're pretty messed up he's aware of our shortcomings and he loves us anyway yeah i know that's what's amazing about him yeah and so today it's not like bad i I was talking to one of my sons and i said you know we're going to talk about abraham and isaac and the you know Abraham got the knife and just supposed to kill Isaac, child sacrifice. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> that's pretty, kind of, it's scary. That's pretty it's, bad. It's something people, they... Only uh, satanic rituals do that kind of thing now. Well, you would, <laughs> well... I mean, yeah. truth be told, it's well documented. But yet, that's in the Bible, and why? Yeah. And that's the only... That's the only time that's in the Bible. Yeah. And why? Well, let's read through so it. So let's read it, and then and let's talk, then we'll about, talk it. about it. Yeah. yeah. So... But, you know, this is what... So wherever you are, this isn't just about reading the Bible. This is about connection with God and you. Mm. And, and... That's good. And that's that's the framework for where we come from personally with each other and with faith with our faith is is not um a, it's not a lot of rules and it's not a lot of um you religious, know religious stuff but a lot of am i connected with god yeah and and people connect with god in different ways yep. and and anyway we love you and that's what that's what we want for you we want you to have peace we want you to feel loved we want you to um, be open to thinking about things, you know, and maybe you wouldn't otherwise. And we've gotten some feedback from people that are watching and listening, and they're enjoying it. Yeah, and, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I know. But they said that's what they wanted was an interaction. They feel like that it, it's an interaction with us, and that's yeah. what we, that's really what we want. That's why yes. we're doing this. Yeah. Because... Um, because we would love to sit down with all our kids and all our loved ones and and everybody that we minister to, and and really just connect. Just connect, and that, yeah. and then we're able to do that to a to a degree with this, and so we're thankful that you're watching, and that's why, not because we have some big uh, let's be famous thing. No, but that's not going to happen. But we we <laughs> want to connect, and we want to help you. And encourage you. And whether you listen, you know, I know, we know. A lot of people just check in and they 
watch for nine seconds and then boom, bitty, boom, they're gone. They're not maybe going to listen to the whole thing. But you know what? If it, if it brightens your day, if it helps you, if you know that this is here and that no matter what, you're going to get encouragement. You're going to have someone pray for you. You're going to have life spoken. Yes. That's what we're all about. And you can go through this book. And we are going through this book. Yeah. All right. So shall we ask for utterance and no, we've already a quick. Uh, we're, I think we're good. Let's just just do it right in. We're gonna agree with us. Just agree with us that um, the Lord would speak to you. This is about you. This is about you and God's word and God speaking to you. That's our vision for this. And if we can be of some small help to do that, that would incredibly bless us. Well, Bert, he's the one. The Holy Spirit of course, is the one that talks to everybody. Yes. So it doesn't really matter how much we know. It's no. what you know But uh, when you hear it. And we're, that's why we're adding, I would, our, I would, I we're would adding say, our faith. I would say that it's important that uh, they're yeah. aware that we want them to hear the Holy Spirit and not just us. Yes, I agree. And that's why I like to... Uh, you like to pray. Would you feel better with I would form? feel better okay. if we did, well, just yes. Well, <laughs> Thank Tim you. wants to make it official. I want to make it official. Okay. <laughs> Father, not to drone on, but Lord, we ask for your Holy Spirit to guide and lead us as we read your word together and help us to have utterance and help us to speak clearly and all that, but more importantly, speak to each listener, each viewer, what you would have spoken into their lives. Help them to see what you would have them to see and help them to know what you would have them to know and help us all to learn what you would have us to learn, Lord. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Okay. okay. I you know I how, insist. I'm well, sorry. I know. I just, you know how I am about that. Yeah, I know. We're, we're not going to get into some kind of I kind of talk ritual or to anything, God but, off and on all the time. So. Well, see, you're, you know, you're amazing. And you just do that. Let's just do that. So, what chapter are we in, by the way? We're in 21 and 22. 21 and 22. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'll get there. All right. So, Genesis chapter 21, verse 1. Let's begin. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. Sarah's got a new name. It used to be Sarai. Now it's Sarah. And he said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was an hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. And Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. And the child grew, and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And if you've ever breastfed, you know... It's a happy day. <laughs> it's a time to celebrate. <laughs> I get that. Um, and Sorry. Just, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> keep, uh, continuing on, verse 9. 
And Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian, which she had borne unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad, and because of thy bondwoman, and in all that Sarah hath said unto thee, hearken unto her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. And also the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation, because he is thy seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and took bread and a bottle of water, and gave it unto Hagar, Hagar, putting it on her shoulder, and the child, and sent her away. And she departed, and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrubs, and she went and sat her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bow shot. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him, and lift up her voice, and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven, and said unto her, What ails thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is, Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went, and filled the bottle with water, and gave the lad drink. And God was with the lad, and he grew, and dwelt in the wilderness, and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran. And his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and Phicol, the chief captain of his host, spake unto Abraham, saying, God is with thee in all that thou doest. Now therefore swear unto me here by God that thou wilt not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done unto thee, thou shalt do unto me and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of a well of water which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. And Abimelech said, I want not who hast done this thing, neither didst thou tell me, neither yet I heard I of it, but today. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them unto Abimelech, and both of them made a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What mean these seven ewe lambs which thou hast set by themselves? And he said, For these seven ewe lambs shalt thou take of my hand, that they may be a witness unto me that I have digged this well. Wherefore he called that place Beersheba, because there they swear both of them. Thus they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech rose up, and Phicol the chief captain of his host, and they returned to the land of the Philistines. And Abraham planted a grove in Beersheba, and called there on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. And Abraham sojourned in the Philistines' land many days. Okay, so... 
Starting with Hagar. Sarah gave Had birth to Isaac. Which, if you didn't catch it, because of the way the King James is written, um, in the Hebrew, Isaac means laughter, in the, in the ancient Chaldaic Hebrew. And uh, I think that's pretty interesting, because when she heard, when when Abraham was visited by the, the three strangers, the, the Lord and the, his two angels, um, she overheard them saying that, you know, Sarah will bear a son, and she laughed. And then they said, why did you laugh? And she said, I didn't laugh, you know, because she was afraid. I didn't laugh. <laughs> and they said, but you did laugh. And then she calls her son Isaac. I'm just wondering if there's a connection there. I don't know. I think there's a, I think there's a connection there, but I don't think it's limited to just that. Because that was kind of a mocking laugh. Right. I think just the but whole thing kind of is so laugh. ridiculous. Yeah. Because God, I mean, how many times... Does God promise stuff or we feel like we're claiming God's promise and then we wait and 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 we think, man, it is, too, it's like, is it ever going to happen? Mm -hmm. It's too long. But then a lot of, you know, most of the time, even when it seems like it's too long, when it happens, you're like, okay. Oh. How did it happen so quick? Well, no, I, I get it you now. don't feel like that, but you can well, see. A lot of times I have. It's like, oh, that wasn't that long after all. Well. Or, you know, other people, actually, it's more other people seeing it. They're the ones who say, how did you do that so fast? You know. Oh, but like, it didn't. There's not a. Well, we, when you've fast. gone through it. Yeah. But people from the outside, it's like, oh, that only took a few years. You did all that in a few years. Or that happened within a few years. But when you're going through it, it can seem like yeah, it forever. It doesn't feel like that to me. Yeah. Well, it depends on the thing. But anyway. I, I'm thinking of a. You know, a business and, you know, getting funding and things. And well, those 20 years. It, it was. 20 year overnight It was successes. a hard thing to do. But when we pulled it off, it was years ago, um, it was people from the outside looking in. I didn't even know. Oh, you were serious about that? You got funding already? And it's like, yeah. And you think about what you went through. But when they see it, it's like, oh, wow, that was quick or. So well, that's that's, that's and, where that came, and from. that's where you get deceived, because you compare yourself to that, and you don't know that what's gone on behind the scenes. <laughs> yes, that's true. And then, if the, you don't have all the information, things aren't as they, they appear. They are not ever as they appear. Not like no, because it's hard. It's yeah. harder than you think. Mm -hmm. So, and then the Hagar, you know, that he tossed them out, and I think, you know, first. First few times I read that, I thought, that is really crappy. Because she didn't really... She was a slave. Yep. They talked her into that and said, you're, we're putting you in this position. You're going to have a baby. That wasn't her, her idea. It wasn't even. even her idea. She didn't really have a lot of choice in it. And then, out he goes. But, you know, if if her son is... He's mocking a baby. Yeah. What's or a it little, be when little he gets toddler older? and he's 13 years old. There's going to be a problems in that house. Oh, yeah. And that's <laughs> that's why Sarah was like, uh-uh. Because, you know, if you've ever been around, you know, kids that are, that are, um, have that attitude of, of despising and, and hating the, the younger. Yeah. Um, it can get really, and then especially yeah. in that time. And it, it seems can like be they really dangerous. spend all their spare time coming up with ways to mess Torment with them, the, yeah, it's set them up, and it's and just as a parent, it's just exhausting. And but the great, the great thing is, 
God loved Hagar. Yes. And Ishmael. Yes. And, and Abraham was very them. grieved by the whole thing. He went to God and, and he said, I don't think that's fair. He he really yeah. bothered him. Yeah. He knew it wasn't wasn't fair. Yeah. And God said, No, I'll, I'm gonna take, I'll care, take of care of it. Of I'll take care of it. And he did. I yeah. mean, that's that's a big nation today. And again, thank you, Abraham and Sarah, for the whole Middle Eastern conflict. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Not. It's great, but there's a there's but it's there's part grace of God's there. Plan. There's yep. grace there. There's a there's a lineage there that is going to come around in ways that people don't see. They see a lot of a lot of animosity and a lot of hatred right now. Yeah. Because of things that have infiltrated in there. Yep. But there's there they Abraham was a father of those mm-hmm. middle eastern nations and and there's a there's a uh, there's mercy for that for that yeah. group of people and yep. so we're we're believing that we're believing for for grace and mercy and not just judgment and and that was another thing just getting back to you know the purposes of god in our lives how bleak was it for hagar and ishmael yeah i mean they were given some food and a bottle of water, whatever the bottle was. It's probably more like a sheep's bladder in those days. And they're uh, out in the wilderness and they run out of water. And she puts a kid over afar off because the kid's, you know, obviously thirsty, dying of thirst yeah. and uh, not happy. And she's just going to sit here and die and watch my kid die. And <laughs> I mean, you know, how bleak does it get? Yeah. And then uh, Angel of the Lord said, don't worry about it. God's got this kid. It'll yeah. be all right. And they were provided for, and they made it. They made they made it out of that, and they made it into a better situation. And he and they did become a great a great multitude. So, yes. So God God takes care of. God is as good but as But Isaac word. was Isaac, and, they, and yeah. there's nothing that you... There's a specialness to Isaac yep. that, that was undeniable and... Could not be um, superseded yep. by a mistake. Yep. That's right. God will bless people in as much as he can, given the circumstances that they put themselves into. Mm-hmm. And God is merciful. Yeah. And God was merciful to Ishmael. But he doesn't back off and say, well, you know, since you did that, then... I'm just yeah. going to switch my plan. It's like, oh, you know, and yeah. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just make Isaac the one. No, Sarah was his, <laughs> was the one with the promise, and that, and yeah. that was that was the destiny, yeah. and that's what that what did come to pass. And God was merciful to Abraham and Sarah because He could have said, well, since you've done this, you're cut off. He could have. And then, how bad would that be for us? Right. Maybe He would have found someone yeah. else in another way, but yeah. Still, God is merciful, and He always. He'll bless in as much as he's able, but when we get outside of his will, that limits the blessing that he can put into our lives. Not that he goes out of his way to punish and, you know, all that. He just, uh, he can only do so much. Right. And then we see the covenants and the things, the well and the covenants with uh, the local. Yeah. We have to have interactions with people around us and then, you know, because they were just... Abraham didn't have big lands. He just traveled around with a great, great wealth. I mean, yeah. ridiculous. If you yeah. count up the, it's bill. He's a billionaire. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, quite the posse. He had a big, but he, <laughs> but you know, he still had. Uh, 
some he did put down some roots. He bought that tomb and he bought, you know, a few things, but yeah. um mostly he was just out in tents. He was just this big massive presence mm-hmm. out and <laughs> there's all these and nations they knew there. It. They're the like, kings, what do we do about this like, guy? Okay, we better be friends with him because yeah. he's he can just get his God has get his, his uh, favor household staff and yeah. <laughs> you don't want to mess, mess with, with them. them. <laughs> no. Okay, that was so impressive. We, we need to keep moving. Yes. But we're gonna get into oh. what's next with Abraham and Isaac. Yeah. Um, well, I I think it was significant too that Abraham gave the seven ewe lambs Why? to Abimelech. And, and Abimelech didn't even know it was coming. He said, well, what are, these, what are these sheep for? He said, well, this is my witness to you that I'm the one who dug this well. And I'm not trying to take something from you. So I'm going to give you something in value just to make sure. I mean, that's how honorable he was. I think that was a good move on his part. And it displayed his he integrity. It's so like a documentation. Documentation. But it cost him something to give over some of his livestock. And he's saying, you know... You only have my word that, yes, I did dig this, and your men did not did it, dig it. Your men took it by force from my guys. But still, I'm going to give you something of value. I don't want you to think I'm trying to take something for nothing. It's like, here. That was integrity. I thought that was a okay. good move of integrity on his part. Okay, so chapter 22. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham... And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went into the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide you here with the ass, and I will, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand, and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. And they came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. 
And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time, and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned unto his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. And it came to pass after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Behold, Milcah, she hath also borne children unto thy brother Nahor, Huz, his firstborn, and Buz, his brother, and Kemuel, the father of Aram, and Chesed, and Hazo, and Pildash, and Jidlaf, and Bethuel. And Bethuel begat Rebekah, these eight Milcah did bear to Nahor, Abraham's brother. And his concubine, whose name was Reuma, she bare also Tabah, and Gaham, and Thahash, and Machah. Okay. Everybody's kin. Everybody's kin. Everybody's kin. All the Nahors, you better know your kin. Nahor's kids. Because <laughs> they're going to be key people in your life. And, yeah. And back then it was, you know... There was blood feuds and covenants and treaties and, you know, it was important who your kin was. And yep. that's why that was this is documented. A lot of it is self-preservation, too. That and, inher and inheritance. Yep. Passing down wealth. Yep. Because that's something we've gotten away from. Yep. Is uh, some, some cultures really are really good with tracking that and passing down wealth and other ones... Not going to mention any names, but terrible family things. We are, well, I am just going to retire and never give a thing to my kids. I mean, bad. Yeah. It's, it's evil. Yeah. But back in those days, I mean, the wealth built and built and built and built and built. And that's wisdom. Yeah. And if you read in Proverbs, that's wisdom. Now, I do want to bring in another scripture, which I don't, we're not normally doing that. Yeah. But because it does shed some light on, on this, I want to read from Hebrews 11. Ooh. Because it talks about this with Abraham. And it's Hebrews the Hall of 11, fame of faith. 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was put to the test, while the testing of his faith was still in progress, had already brought Isaac for an offering. He who had gladly received and welcomed God's promises was ready to sacrifice his only son. So he received gladly with Isaac. Isaac was the answer. That's good. Okay. But even even that good thing that happened to him, that great thing that happened to him, he was still willing to give it back to God. Yeah. Which is a hard thing. Of which of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your descendants be reckoned. For he reasoned that God was able to cause him 
God was able to raise him up even from the dead. Indeed, in the sense that Isaac was figuratively dead, hmm. potential, potentially sacrificed, he did actually receive him back from the dead. With the eyes of faith, Isaac, looking far into the future, invoked blessings upon Jacob and Esau. That's later. Yeah. But the point with the Abraham thing is he didn't go expecting to sacrifice Isaac. Even though God said, I want you to sacrifice yeah. him, he believed that even if he did, he God would God raise him up. Word. Yes. Because he knew that God had promised through Isaac, your seed's going to come. So even if it came to taking that knife and actually do, doing the, the act and killing him, that God was able to raise him up from the dead. That's Which faith. It's faith, but it's also God only did this once. Mm -hmm. He's not into child sacrifice. He hates it. I mean, if you look yes. through the rest, it's forbidden. That's right. That's right. It's evil. It's bad. Yeah. This is the only time that you see that in the Bible. and But the only reason is it, Abraham and Isaac, that was a type of Christ. That was an example mm -hmm. of what Jesus would do. God so loved the world that he gave his only son to be sacrificed. Yep. And he was raised again. Yep. So there has to be that willingness. That God was willing, but Abraham was willing first, and that opened the door. Mm-hmm. For God to send Jesus. Not only was Jesus very profound in that lineage of Abraham, but because of Abraham's act of great, great faith, mm -hmm. then God was able to open that up for us because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Yes. It had to be a blood sacrifice. And like, it had to be a, a blood sacrifice blood. that was big enough to redeem us, which yeah. just just the bloods of goats and, I mean, the Bible says that the blood of the goats and the rams and all that is only a temporary yeah. measure. The blood of Christ is powerful enough to solve sin for all time. That's a forever... It's a forever thing, so... Yeah, there's a... Uh... But I, I wondered about Abraham, and I thought, you know... How could uh, yeah? How could he do that? How could he do that? But because see, that's he how that how that he could do that is he took God at His word all the way more than what people think. Because I always used to think that that yeah. he was willing to kill him and leave him for dead. Yeah. No, he had in his heart. He had faith. He had faith that I'm not going to walk down this mountain. God made a promise. He knew that God is not a liar. Yeah. He knew that God was going to make good on His promise, yep. regardless of what happened in between yep and, and he, he told just us, held it he didn't even hesitate it's yeah. like the next morning the next morning. boom but he, Come on, but he kids, told let's the go. servants he said <laughs> we're gonna be we'll be back when we're done it, it, yes right we'll be back when he we're said done. we will be back yeah he did so he, he didn't he he, so he believed god planned would, it yeah but this is one of those things in the bible that and in what, the context of knowing how much god hates child sacrifice which is done and was done yes um, it's like, ah, oh, but he also, there has to be an open door of obedience. And sometimes in your life, God will have you lay something down that's very important. And even as a promise, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been things that I've really felt like God promised me. And then it reached a point where he said, lay it down. And by faith, I've laid it down. And he restores it back. Mm-hmm. But it's it, that's not a... It's not an easy thing. No. But if we really love him and we really trust him, then we know that Lay he's going to work down. something better for us. He'll yeah. either restore that later or he'll he'll replace it with something so much better. Because yep. he never wants any but anything to be, be greater right. than his connection with us. He's a God who restores. And he's also God that's going to be God, of the the main God in our heart. Yes. Not, not a, yep. not even a, not yeah. even a promise. He we are not even, created for God to take second fiddle. That's right. In even our lives. even a big promise of heritage like he had with Isaac, you can worship. Uh, there's people that kind of worship their kids. Yeah. I mean, everything's Seen some in the future. Dysfunctional with their kids. behavior there. Yeah, and yeah. and that's not right. Yeah. You're only God. And if you're putting your kids first before God in, in the yep. wrong way. Or your career. Or your career. Or your money. Or, or your marriage. Or some kind of fame. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It, God won't have it. Yep. But it's it's obedience of the heart that he requires. Well, and, and it, it just, it's it's bad for us. It limits us in who we can be yeah. with him. In our relationship with him. Who, how, you know, to what depth can you know God? Well, are you willing to put God first? Mm-hmm. If you're really willing to do that, oh, a world will be opened up to you like you can't even imagine. Right. But it's by faith. It's by faith. And cannot please God without faith. Before Abraham did that, because he, God counted it for righteousness. Mm -hmm. Before he even went up that mountain with Isaac, he knew, God knew that if he said himself that he's going to do it, he'll do it. No matter what. And. You know, Abraham told his son as they were going up there, because he's like, um, I see wood, I see fire, I don't see a sacrifice. And he said, God will provide the sacrifice. I know. And that's why he called the place Jehovah Jireh, or as a lot of us Americans call it, Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> and uh, that's it. We, we serve an awesome God. And, and he's so good. Yeah. So good. Okay. There's so much we can say on this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but that is one of the big things in the Bible, but it's also one of the things that's hard to to it's central to deal. It's key. It's so important. It is, but it's un- it makes me uncomfortable. What's it makes that? a lot of people just well. Would he kill his own son? Oh yeah. That how could you even? But how could God kill that? his own son? Especially given I know the miracle son. Yeah. That, that Isaac is, right. you know, he had, it, <laughs> he was born when he was a hundred, yeah. <laughs> when Abraham was a hundred. Well, I'm thankful. Me too, honey. This is good. This is good stuff. Well, we do, we do, we do aren't, we're not, we're not the biggest Bible scholars in the world. Don't pretend to but be. But we try to live it. Yep. And that you don't get at Bible school, I'll tell you that true story <laughs> all right so did you want to read this one or you want I me to i think i'm gonna let you keep reading because okay. the lighting i don't know what we've got different but it's just it's just not doing it for me really no okay all Sorry. right I, I don't mind reading okay. i'll read you do such i just good... don't i just don't want to hog it <laughs> you do a fine job too. okay thank you i stumble around here and there but i try to get through yeah. it all right so 
we are in the book of Matthew now, in the New Testament. And we've had, you know, the previous chapter, Jesus is talking about how don't worry about what God's going to do in your life. Or, or don't worry whether you have food or drink or money or whatever. God knows you have need of these things. Put God first. Kind of fits in with what we've just been talking about. Um, that was the previous chapter, chapter 11. I have no idea because I haven't read it yet. <laughs> so we'll see together. All right, so Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. Oh, this is where, okay, he, he had told them. He had them, just sent them out. Yeah. And like, empowered them. He gave them the power that he has. It's like, Stop. go out. And if people don't accept you, then shake yeah. the dust off your feet and bless the people who who will entreat you. Anyway, verse two. Now, when John, wait, wait, wait. Do you think they, when they followed him, that they thought they would get into that? Thought they had. They 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 just. They didn't even know what time, he was going to do. Their their con concept of the Mashiach or Messiah, as we call it. Um, their conception was that. This it's king was going to come back, and they're going to get an army together, and they're going to mm -hmm. kick out the Romans, and they're going to have like a David again. Right. That's as they far as they took it. They did not see this. They didn't see coming. this coming. <laughs> they knew, but they didn't know. No, the, the disciples knew that there's something and special there's, going and on. And there's, there's nothing more wonderful than people getting healed and set free. Oh yeah, can you there imagine? I know. I've I've been around people who have been healed. I've been healed myself. Yeah. Just saying. You don't have to believe me, but it's true. And it's amazing right. to be so, around that. So so I think, you know, right here, going into 11, yeah. he sent them out. He's yeah. doing his thing. But he's... Yeah, what was he doing? He, well... <laughs> he was he's, watching them. He's waiting, <laughs> he's waiting for them to come back. What are yeah. they going to come back with? Because they didn't see, they didn't sign up for that. No. But he just said, okay... You've seen me doing this. Now you're going to go do it. And they just, they had to go. And they saw, they saw what Jesus had been doing. And they thought, well, who knows what they thought? No. Anyway. <laughs> I can so, only speculate. We, yeah. All right. Okay. So but anyway, that, I just, I just imagine myself as one of them sometimes. And think, well. You are one of them. Well, right. But, yeah. Um, no doubt you're one the, of them. That would be a, a shock to your system. Yes, it would. It takes him getting used to. Mm -hmm. Okay, verse 2. <laughs> now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Gospel meaning good news. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, oh, that's what he was doing, he was teaching. Mm -hmm. Okay, verse 7. Okay. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went you out into the wilderness to see? 
a reed shaken with the wind. <laughs> He's funny. But what went you out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went you out for to see? A prophet? Yes, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, Among them that are born of women there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you will receive it, this is Elias, which, will, which was for to come. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. But whereunto shall I liken unto this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the markets, and calling unto their fellows, and saying, We have piped to you, and you have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and you have not lamented. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a devil. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man, gluttonous, and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of her children. Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. Woe unto thee, Chorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto the heaven, shalt be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which have been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you, that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son, but the Father neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Mm. That's good. And you know, he didn't rail on John. He did send kind of a firm word back. Yeah. But John had been in jail. He needed a little encouragement. He, he, yeah. And then he praised he praised him for his faith. But then you know what he said there is that anybody in the kingdom is greater than John. Do you know why? Because of the Holy Cause... Spirit. John didn't do what he did under the anointing of the Holy Spirit like Jesus did. Yep. Remember the the spirit came down on Jesus like a dove. Yep. 
That's right. And the same thing when we um, receive the Holy Spirit, the impartation of that, 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 is, that is the dunamis power of God. John was operating as a prophet. Mm-hmm. He was the last of the old covenant. Right. Fulfillment of that. And he was the greatest of all the prophets, mm-hmm. including Elijah. And but, it says Elias, but that means right. Elijah. Elijah. Which doesn't mean he's reincarnated our Elijah. That's right. It's the anointing of Elijah. The mantle. The anointing. Yeah. The. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's what. Okay. That's fine. You made your point. <laughs> I think. It's a good point. I think so. And then. It's a good point. And, and then, um, you know, talking about that, because what we said at the beginning, they were thinking it's going to be a political, the kingdom of heaven's going to be political. Right. Jesus is the son of God and he's going to come and he's going to rule and reign and, and be, be another David, that kick way. the Romans out. But he went the whole so, opposite way. Yeah. And instead brought love and brought healing and brought peace. And he was so humble. And it ended up, you know, you're actually going to have to submit more to that oppression. Because he said, if they tell you to go a mile, go two. If they strike you, let them strike the other cheek. Um, Render under Caesar's, that's Caesar. Render unto God, that which is God's. We haven't gotten there yet. Pray for those in authority. (laughs) I mean, he. Yep. He did not set up his kingdom the way that people expected. Yep. It's a kingdom of love and mercy and service. It's a and, kingdom of heaven. And peace and rest. And that if you see people saying they're serving God and they are not joyful and they are stressed out and they've got a lot of rules and they're trying to set up some kind of a political yeah. system, guess what? It ain't God. That's not that's not Jesus. Yeah, he was quite clear in that here, even in this chapter, Mm -hmm. because he uh, talked about you know people with fine clothes. Yep. And he asked the people who were out there following him around. He said, you know, what'd you come out and see? Did you come to see you know a reed shaking in the wind Mm -hmm. or leaves fall off a tree? He didn't say leaves fall off a tree. That's my. I mean, John was harsh. But that was the. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, blow the blow your hair back, harsh. That you need to repent. Yeah, which hadn't happened. I mean, that that was a new thing. And Jesus also, you know, his ministry, he talked a lot about repentance. Yep. But then he also he also had the miracles, yep. and the mercy. And that that should follow. Yeah. Yes, there's there's a time when you repent. And you keep repenting when you, when you do things. But then, you should also have these other things in your life too. And that part where you said, this generation is like children sitting in the market and saying, you know, we're we're playing our musical instruments for you, and you're not dancing, and are we, you know, we're mourning, and why aren't you mourning? And it's like, you know, follow our our lead. You know, he's he's well, talking about the religious leaders. They're being critical. Yeah. And, and it's like John's out here in the wilderness by himself wearing <laughs> what what was that what was he wearing again it was a um, sackcloth sackcloth um, and he was eating locusts that's what mm-hmm. it was and wild honey and wild honey and it's like so that was all kosher the clothes were kosher 
He was just preaching his message, and they said he had a devil. And who was that? The religious establishment. Yeah. And then they said, and then they said Jesus is drunk and a yeah. So Jesus comes in. I was like, okay, well, uh, obviously that ascetic lifestyle isn't good enough for you. So I'm going to be here, and I'm going to hang out with all the people. In any in an earlier chapter, I think it was in this gospel. He said, uh, "It's the sick who need a physician, right. not the well." And so he does that, and then he's criticized for being too friendly with sinners. And he's like, can't make these religious guys happy. I, <laughs> I have a problem with that, too. You know that. And then, and then he ends it with, you know, he thanked the Father. And he said, take my yoke upon you. I'm meek. I'm humble. I'm, I'm lowly in heart. And my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. And that's good news. Yeah. He's not there to make you go through a bunch of stuff. Let's see if you can go through this confidence course and see how difficult I can make it for you. And maybe if you get this here far enough, then maybe you can be my disciple. That's not what he says. It yeah. says quite the opposite. And isn't it interesting when you see people who are trying to have their own little movement or whatever, or their little organization, oftentimes, in fact, more often than not, unfortunately, is you'll have people who are... Um, do this little regimen of religious stuff and then people do it and then you'll have that's not good enough you need to do this oh well you did that and that and that but now you got to do this and it's like trying to hit a moving target and it's never good enough that's religion that's uh, religion according to the world that's religion that is a bully as a religion that is not good Jesus has a religion that is about relationship and uh, I'd much rather get in his school of thought than I have. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, thank God. So, All right. Okay. Anything else? I think that's probably enough. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. We love you. God bless you. And we... pray a blessing. Yes. Over everybody that's listening and watching today, wherever they are, Father. Yes, I Lord. pray that they have grace and peace and life. Mm -hmm. And open up their eyes to see your goodness all around them. Yes, and Lord. protect their hearts. And bring people across their path that are going to encourage them and help them. You are not alone. God's with you, but, but there's people that will come and help you too. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I pray and believe that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That's good. Yeah. And God bless his word. God, God bless his word. And Jesus. Your life. He's a good Jesus. Yep. He's the only one that could fix it. True story. Or we'd all be going itchy double toothpicks. <laughs> well, we, it'd be miserable. Well, yeah. People don't realize how much of God's grace is in the world. But that would be for another time. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming. We love you. God bless you. 11, day 12, maybe won't be so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>